This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Um We've spent more than two years learning Psuke de Zimra, and this will be our fourth review shir, and then Be'ezus Hashem, after Sukkot, we will begin with the Berchus Kriyashma. With Hashem's help, I hope we begin Shabbos Barashas. Um, I think that the learning of Sukkot Zimra has been a big aliyah for me, and especially reviewing the main points that we learned, I think is very helpful. So, let us um, begin with, uh, we're up to, Baruch Hashem Li'aylam, Amen V'Amen. Baruch Hashem Mitzioin, Shochen Yishlaim, Hallelujah. Baruch Hashem and then we say the uh, two psukim at the end of the Baruch Hashem, V'yaylam, Amen, V'yamein, a total of four psukim. What is the significance of these four psukim? I want to thank my dear friend Rabbi Tzala Rose of Los Angeles for sponsoring the Shiurim, again for another year. Uh, he's sponsoring the Shumli Lenishmas, his brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, the Sham Shem and Aliyah, be a Melitzioyshev for his whole family, for Simchas and Nachas, B'Suras Toivos, Ad Bias Goyal Tzedek. What is the significance of these four psukim? Baruch Adonai Le'Elam Amen V'Amen. Baruch Adonai Mitzion Shechenu Shalayim Hallelujah. Baruch Adonai Elohim Elohei Yisrael Oisein Eflois Levadoi. Uvaruch Shem Koydoi Le'Elam V'Yimalei Chavaydoi Eskala Aretz Amen V'Amen. Aside from the fact that the Ben Chai says that it's a good idea, if you can, to say the Pasuk, Baruch Adonai Le'Elam Amen V'Amen, 45 times a day. Because there's an Indian to try to say Amen 90 times a day. Now it's not always so con- uh, possible. Uh, one doesn't always have the opportunity. It's interesting, in the Chidaz Vidoy, one of the things you clap al for is, Oi, I didn't say 90 Amens a day. So the Benesh Chai say, says, a way to get 90 Amens a day is if you say, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen 45 times, so you'll get your 90 Amens that way. Okay, so the first Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Le'elam Amen V'Amen, is the end of the third book of Tehillim. The second Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Yitzion Shech Nishayim Halalukah, is Kuf Lamed Hay of Tehillim, right before Halal Hagadol. And the Psukim, Baruch Adonai Elohim Elohei Yisrael Oisin Flois Vadoi Baruch Shem Kwaidoi Le'olam Yimalei Chwaidoi Eskarts Amen V'Amen, are the end of the second Sefer of Tehillim. So, first of all, it's totally out of order. Why do we, why do we say these psukim? So that Vujraham says, well, the purpose of psukim de Zimra is to finish Tehillim every day, at least the last five chapters. So once we finish Tehillim, we say psukim from the ends of each of the five books of Tehillim that, uh, in order to signify the end of Tehillim. But the question is, it's out of order. So regarding the question that it's out of order, it's not really out of order. Because first we say the Pasuk at the end of the third Sefer. Then we say a Pasuk from Kuf Lamed Hay, which is right before Halal Agada. And then we say the end of the second Sefer, but it's not really out of order. Because if you look at the end of the second Sefer, it says, Kalu Tfilois David Ben Yishai. This is the completion of the Tfilois of David. In other words, even though our Tehillim is not formulated that way, the last praise David said was the end of the second book. 
So technically speaking, it's not out of order. But question, why don't we say the end of the first Sefer of Tehillim and the end of the fourth? The end of the fifth we do. We say, Kal But why don't we say the end of the first and the end of the fourth? So the Matei Moshe brings that there's another significance in these Pesukim. First we say a Pasuk with five words. That corresponds to Baruchu es Hashem HaMavayrach, five words. Then we say a Pasuk with six words, Baruch Hashem Mitziyon Shechein Yishoyim Halaluka, corresponding to Shema and Baruch Shem, that have six words. Then we say Pesukim, that together they have 19 words, that's Keneged Shemayna Esrei. These four psukim are keneged, uh, the Shloss says, the Shem Havaya. But going back to the Matei Moshe for a moment, if the reason we say these psukim is to signify 5, 6, 19, Baruchu, Shema, and, and Shemona Esrei, now we understand this order. It's not out of order, we specifically want to allude to 5, 6, and 19. Says of Yaakov Emden, why do we not say the end of the first Sefer of Tehillim and the end of the fourth? So, first of all, we really do. We say it in Haidu. In Haidu, we say, Baruch Adonai Elohei Yisrael min ha'olam v'yad ha'olam v'yermu chal ha'am amin v'halal l'ashem. Or v'hal... <clears throat> now that's the, that's the Pasuk that appears at the end of the first and the fourth. The reason we don't say it now, that Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, is because that's how Brachos ended in the base HaMikdash. And therefore, since we're not in that era, we don't say those Pesukim right now. Now what's interesting is, the first Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Le'elama Amin V'min, is like a bracha at the end of Pesukah the Zimra. The second Pasuk, Baruch Hashem Le'elama Amin V'min, Haluluka, is like Baruch Hashem K'ven Malchusai. And the third Pasuk is more of an, more explanation. But to say the end of the first and the fourth Svarim of Tehillim, those are Pesukim that were Davka said in the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore we don't say that now. Now we say Vayivarach David, we now stand up. Why do we stand up for Vayivarach David? Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky writes in his comments on Shulchan Aruch, it's because people give tzedakah then, and therefore there's a concept of standing up for people who are doing a mitzvah. That's the reason um, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says that people stand up for the chasan and kala, because since they're about to perform a mitzvah, there's a concept that you stand up for those who perform mitzvahs. Another reason given by Rav Margolius is because it's sort of like a bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem Leikei Yisrael Avinu. A berchas haida. And we know we stand up when you make a berchas haida, like Baruch Sha'amar and Yishtabach. Now, here's another reason why we stand up. The Arizal brings in the Shara Kavanois that the name Vadai is a holy name. Vadai is God's name. It's Gematria 21 Ekya, the Chidah says in the Dvash Lafi. The Ben Yoyada writes that Vadai 21 is the same Gematria as the Rashi Tevois of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. One, Aleph, Yud, and Yud. And the Arizal in his commentary to 
The Rosh Yom Kippur Davening, he says, that's the Pshat in V'chom Aminim. Ha-vahadai shemoi, kein tehilasai. And that's why it's in the context of, Okay. Therefore, it says the Shla, that is why we stand up, because we are referencing the name of Hashem. And even when we say, Ata hu Hashem levadecha, and we say, Ata hu Hashem ho Eloikim, that's Roshay Tevois, Aleph Hey, Yud Hey, that's Ekya as well. We continue to stand up. Now, Rab Schwab <coughs> brings from Rashi and Derei Hayamim on the pasuk Lecha Hashem Hamamlacha v'Hamisnasei Lechol Laraish. To Hashem is dominion and elevation. Lechol, all of this Laraish. You know what that means? This is all just the beginning of the praise of Hashem. As much praise as we say, as much as we think we praise Hashem, we're barely scratching the surface. We, we talk about the various spheroids and midos of Hashem, which is also why we stand up during this part of the davening. Namely, we say that Hashem <clears throat> l'cha Hashem ha-gedula, gedula is Hashem's chesed and rachamim. Vahagivura is Midas Hadin. Then there's MS, which is Tiferes. Rab Schwab brings an amazing thing. MS is the confluence of Rachamim and Din. Who is the epitome of Rachamim? A mother, an aim. Who's the epit- what's the epitome of Din? Mace. What, do you, what word do you get when you combine aim and mace? MS. Because MS is Tiferes, is a combination of Rachamim and din. But, Tiferes is Tfilin, and w- nobody was able to see the Tfilin Shalroi Shavakadosh Baruch Hu, the Tiferes. But we were only able to see the Kesher in the back, and the Kesher in the back has two Ritzuois, and the two Ritzuois represent Netzach and Hoid. Netzach is the Midah of Moshe. Netzach is the eternity, the influence that comes from above to below. Hoid, and that's Moshe Rabbeinu who brought the Torah down and brought the Mun down. Hoid is the mid of Aroin. Aroin brought all the carbonoids up. Okay. Malchus is the physical universe of the way the universe manifests itself to us in this world. Yesoid is the spiritual world. And Friday night we have the combination of the physical and the spiritual world, and therefore we refer to the Kedusha as Kala. Kala stands for Ki Lashem Hamelucha. Now, this is all why we stand, because we're referencing the name of Hashem. We have no Hasaga of Hashem's reality, but what we do do is Venazkir Shimcha. We mention your name. So we say, Mahalalem Lashem Tifartecha. Now, this tefillah of Ayvarach David, it comes from Divrei Hayamim, but then it continues with Atahu Hashem Levadecha, Atah Sisas Hashemayim, that comes from Nechemia. This is talking about, that. this tefillah was said on Chavdala Tishrei, upon uh, the restoration of the walls of Yushalayim by Nechemia, 
And it talks about how Hashem forsook all of creation and the His heavenly retinue and the mighty angels and focused only on Avraham who was in Ur Kazdim. Ur means city of, like ear with an ayin. Kazdim was Kesed, the son of Avraham's brother Nachar. Avraham, Rav Shwab brings from Rav Shamshin Fal Hirsch. We know the Pasuk says in Bereshis, Eila toldoi shamayim va'aretz bihibaram, bihibaram are letters Avraham, that through Avraham the world recognized that, that there is a creator. And the Pasuk says, Vata'as l'cha shem kahayoyim hazeh. Here, we're talking about in the context of Kriyas Yamsuf, that God made a name for Himself. And so twice in Vayivarach David, we talk about God's name. We say, Umahalalim l'shem tvartecha, and we say, Vatasa shem kahayoyim hazeh. Rabbi Shwab explains as follows. This is talking about at the end of the life of David HaMelech. David HaMelech had reached the pinnacle of human achievement. His son Shlomo was going to sit on his throne. David thought that even though he was not the Mashiach, that Shlomo would be the Mashiach. And in fact, Shlomo would have been had he not sinned. So one may then, one might be apt to get caught up with one's own successes and say, look, look, Hashem brought me to this point, but it was because of my devotion, dedication, hard work. So at the pinnacle of human achievement, especially we mentioned in the aftermath of the five halalukas, of all the great epic eras of the afterlife, we always have to recognize that that when the Goyim come against us with horses and chariots, and we're victorious, and we might gloat over our victory, we always have to attribute it only to the name of Hashem. Even Mashiach, there is no accolade hurled, heaped, attributed to Mashiach. It's all HaKadosh Baruch That is this part of davening, of Venaz Kir Shimcha. And now let us conclude with the final part of Sukkot Zimra, namely, Venam Lechacha. Now, Rabbi Schwab writes that technically we were allowed to sit down after Vayivarech David, before Az Yashir. We explained that actually the Shlach Kadosh said that we continue to stand because Atta, who Hashem Aleikim, is also a reference to Hashem's name. But either way, one needs to stand for Az Yashir because we have to stand for the Malchus of Hashem. Now, Part of this is also, Rabbi Schwab interprets, Vayaminu Bashem. They believed in God, Uvimoisha Avdoi, and that Moshe was his emissary. Question What do you mean they believed in God? They just walked through a sea that split, and the Egyptians drowned. That's Amuna. They saw with their own eyes God controls the world, and He controls history. And he controls the affairs of the world. So how is that emuna? The answer is emuna doesn't mean belief. Emuna means steadfastness. They had such faith at that moment that that conviction remained firm in their minds forever. That's what emuna is. Emuna is to take the moment of clarity and be firm and faithful for that to that forever. 
steadfastness, like the hands of Moshe, his hands remained steadfast. At the end of the Az Yashir, we say, Psukim of Malchiyos. After Hashem Yimloch Le'elam Ba'ed, Hashem Yimloch Le'elam Ba'ed, we say other Psukim, Ki Lashem HaMelucha, Va'alu Ma'ishiyim Ba'artziyon Lishbaraz Har Esav, Va'hoya Hashem Lamelech. Ki Lashem HaMelucha, I believe, is in Tehillim, Va'alu Ma'ishiyim is Oivadya, Va'ya Hashem Lamelech is Zechariah. We say other Psukim of Melucha, again, because what part of davening is this? Vinamlichicha. So we say, Kilashem Hamlucha Umoyshel Bagoyim. His relationship with the Goyim is he sovereign, he dominates them against their will. However, the day will come, Vahayashem Lumelach al The day will come where his Malchus is recognized over the whole world. Now the Beis Yosef says the reason why we add these Psukim is because from Vayosha and on, there are only 14 mentions of God's name. So by adding these Sukkim, we get to 18 mentions of the name of Hashem. The Shla Kaddish tells us that it is impossible to reveal even a drop of the greatness of this great song. But let's deal with the following question of the Archa Shochan. We know in Malchi Yosan Rosh Hashanah, first we say Sukkim of Torah then Nevi'im, and then Ksuvim. So then why do we end off Psuke de Zimra with Az Yashir? Why do we end up... Why do we end off um, with Az Yashir? Az Yashir is in the Chumash. It should go first. Um, it should go first. So the Archashokhan says maybe that's why the Rambam puts Az Yashir after Yishtabach, because it's not really part of Psuke de Zimra. Then the Archashokhan says that actually the Zayar asks that Az Yashir is so lofty that we want to juxtapose it to the Berchus Kriyashma, which is known as Tselusa de Meyushav, the sitting Shman Esrei. But Rabbi we pointed out that according to Rab Schwab, it's beautiful, the location of Az Yashir. Because Az Yashir is fulfilling Vinam Lichacha. Of course it comes from Chumash, but it's fulfilling Vinam Lichacha. Others say that the reason why it appears over here is because the Psuke de Zimra is connected to the world of Yitzira, which is the world of the Malachim. And even greater than the Shira of the Malachim is the Shira of Klal Yisrael. So therefore we want to cap off the Shira of the Zimra of the angels with our Shira. We also discussed the Targum on the words, Hashem Yimloich Li'olam Vayed, Hashem will reign forever and ever. The Targum on that is, Hashem, Hashem Malchusei Ka'im Lo'olam Lo'olmeyamaya, God's reign stands. Present. Why present? It says Yimloich, will reign. So Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky pointed out that the Sefer Hechalais formulated a new Pasuk. That Pasuk is Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimloich, Li'olam Vahed. Number one, it should be Hashem Malach, past, Hashem Melech, Hashem Yimloich. Why this strange order, present, past, future?
So Yaakov Kamenetsky says, because really the word Yimloich means always, forever and ever and ever, past, present, and future. But it primarily means current, present. So therefore, the correct translation is like the Targum. Hashem say Ka'im, present. But Hashem Melech, Hashem Molach, Hashem Yimloich is the full Targum. Present, which includes past and future. Okay. Now we say Hashem Yimloich twice, because as we mentioned, we want to try to get um, the name of Hashem 18 times. In the Chumash, the Matei Moshe points out, from Vayihiba Ashmaris Haboiker, there are 18 mentions of Hashem's name. But we cut out some of them, so in order to be Mashlamit, so therefore we say Hashem Yimloich twice, and we add the other uh, Psukim. Okay, now let's uh, conclude with Yishtabach. My friend Rabbi Yitzchak Yeager pointed out, Yishtabach is a continuation of um, Vinam Lichacha. That's why in Yishtabach you have five times the word Melech. Yishtabach Malkeinu, Melech, five times Melech. And we say like this, Rav even though we were just engaged for a very long time in praising you, really we should praise your name forever. Yishtabach Shem Chaload. But what, what, what can we do? We have to move on. The Shar HaKavonos Arizal says that Yishtabach was enacted by Avraham Avinu. Kel Hohoidois, Aleph. Boirei Kohanashamois, Beis. Reboin Kolamasim, Reish. Haboiche Bashir Zimra, Hey. Melech Kelcheolim, Mem. It was enacted by Avraham. The Rav Shmuel Vital brings Shimcha Load Malkeinu Hakel is Rashi Tevois Shloimai. It was also enacted by Shloimai. Now the Avudraham says, well, maybe this mnemonic to Shloimai has something to do with the person who made Yishtabach. Maybe his name was Shloimai. But the Mekubalim say, no, it was enacted by Shloimai Amelech. So there's some interesting connection between Avraham and Shloimai. By the way, Yishtabach has 53 words, connected to 53 parshiyos. La'ad. The reason why we say La'ad is because we just said at the end of Az Yashir, Bayoimahu. Now, what's the connection between Avraham and Shloimai? Yishtabach is all about the number 15. Bracha is vadois we have Shir Ushvacha, Halil Vizimra, Oizumam Shala, Nesach, Kedula, Agvura, Tila, Vesiferes, Kedusha, Umalchus, Bracha is vadois, 15 praises, 15 generations between Avraham and Shloimai. We also have in the Rabbi Yitzchak, Sagi Nahar, the son of the Ravid, he says there are 15 words at the end of Yishtabach. We say, Kel Melach Gadol Batishbachais. He says as follows. He says, There are 15 words at the end of Yishtabach. We have a group of four, a group of three, a group of three, a group of three, and a group of two. The way he formulates it is, Kel Melech Gadol Batishbachais.
We have a group of four, three, 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 and two. A total of 15. So that's two 15s in Yishtabach. Shir Ushvacha is 15. And 15, you have Kelo Edois Adon Haneflois. Um, Boyre Kaneshama is is three. Reboin Kalamasim is three. Haboy Chibashir Zimra is three. Melech Kelchei Melech Cheho Elamim. Rav Yitzchak Saginar says is two. That's two words. He asks, so how are we how are we allowed to be mavsik between the end of the bracha? With all these praises, he says, "When is there a rule that you're not to be mafsik between the end of a bracha and amen? That's a bracha enacted by Anshiknesses Hagdoila, but this was enacted by none other than Avraham Avinu, and therefore the rule that you're not to be mafsik between the end of the bracha and amen does not apply." Let's end off with one beautiful idea. The Chidah says, Yishtabach Shimcha Lo'ad Malkeinu is Rashi Tevois Yishalem. God will pay back. That as deep and profound as the tefillah is, as great as the number of layers of meaning and symbolism and depth of uh, insight and Ramazim, nevertheless, if somebody prays to the best of their ability, Yishalem, the Riban Shalom will pay the reward so, that we completed the Psuke de Zimra. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us uh, energy and insight to delve into the next part of the davening. Thanks everybody for joining. I wish you a good yar, a good kvittel, a good yamtif, Shabbat Shalom, Chag Sameach, and all the best to everybody. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.